You would think with six kids from the age of nine to now our oldest is 32 that I would have this mastered. And I'm, I'm just realizing through some of the stuff with my kids, my daughters that are in their 30s, shit, I don't have it mastered. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm messing up. And I mean, I'm doing some things that I think are really good, but I'm watching how much I'm still parenting them as if they're, yeah, you know, in high school or they're adolescents. And, you know, there's a lot that I'm still learning. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Well, welcome everyone. What are we calling this episode? Parenting with boundaries, <laughs> parenting adult children. Yes. Going crazy parenting adult children. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, that's our topic today, if you, you couldn't guess, is we're really talking about being parents of adult children and how parenting continues even when they're adults. But there's that transition period from when they leave the house, when they either go off to college or move out for the first time. There's the transition when a significant other comes into the picture. They get married. Then all of a sudden. They're having children. They're having children. There's a whole other family. So you're sharing your children. To, yeah. There's share so, children. so many topics that <laughs> we're going to dive into that we'll probably miss some, but we're going to just share our own personal experiences with our parenting adult children. Yeah. So we want to dive in because we think this is a really relatable topic. And I just want to say in doing research for this episode, you can find anything and everything on any topic. So there is a lot of information out there. If you just Google how to parent children, adult children, parenting children, but also it goes into parenting daughters, parenting sons, parenting uh, when you have a, a bad relationship. So anyway, we're, with that said, well, what is your what is your favorite part of parenting adult so, children? <laughs> you know, I feel like I should be a master. I, should, uh-huh, I feel like should. I should have a degree. Uh-huh. Um, I am a mother of six kids yeah. that range from 32 to 19. And we're a blended family. So yeah. Kenny had three and I had two and then we have ours. And so... You would think with six kids from the age of nine to now our oldest is 32 that I would have this mastered. And I'm I'm just realizing through some of the stuff with my kids, my adult kid, I'm saying my adult kids, but my daughters that are in their 30s, shit, I don't have it mastered. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm messing up. And I mean, I'm doing some things that I think are really good, but I'm watching how much I'm still parenting them as if they're yeah. You know, in high school or their adolescence. And, you know, there's a lot that I'm still learning. Well, I think you've mastered a lot. And I there's a lot of experience, life experience and a lot of good. We're not perfect. No. So we're still navigating. So I like you similar. I have my daughter's 31 and my youngest stepdaughter is 15, going to be 16. Yeah. And this is 
two stepdaughters and I, you know, we have one boy in there and they have recently become parents of small children. So it's a lot, a lot to navigate, a lot of emotions, a lot of things to navigate, but we're just, we're trying to figure it all out. Well, you know, it's, it's learning that it shifts. And as I said, you know, just thinking that I should have it mastered, I'm, (laughs) I'm realizing that, you know, with Kennedy being 19 and her just leaving home and kind of finding her own independence that I'm still holding on to that part of parenting that I want to be a part of everything. I want to know everything. I hate saying this, like I want to somewhat control what's still going on. And I'm having to really step back and acknowledge, okay, wait, you got to cut the cord a little bit. You got to let her have a little bit of independence. But with that said, the confusing part is they still kind of need you. Like they're still, they're still navigating that whole, yes, I'm independent. I'm out of the house. You, sh- you can't give me a curfew. And mom, you don't need to call me and ask me every day what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm an yes. adult until they call and say, so mom, can you pay that medical bill? And <laughs> yeah, oh, I was. that's a really good point because they're independent until, but they're not fully independent. They're yeah. not paying their own bills. They're not paying their own way, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just a weird time to navigate. It's because, confusing. Yes, because I think it's confusing for them because all of a sudden they're doing, making all these decisions on their own, except for the financial piece in the sense of, I don't yeah. have to pay my own bills. But yet parents still have a little bit of say in that. And that's hard for them to navigate as they're learning their independence. But it's hard for us. To go, okay, wait a minute, you are independent, but the consequences, man, once you're 18, there are different consequences too. Yeah. When do I step in? When do I step back? And, you know, I feel like I'm saying a lot to my kids, even, you know, my adult, my, I keep saying adult kids, but my older, my my daughters are in their thirties. I think I say this a lot, have patience with me because I'm trying to learn how to parent differently. I know that it looks differently now and I'm still kind of reacting to situations like I would as if you were under my house, my roof and where you're needing me more. And I just need you to be patient because when I call up and say, Hey, what are you doing? Who are you going with? What does that look like? And you're (laughs) looking at it like I'm trying to control or I'm being inquisitive. And I'm really just trying to figure out how this relationship looks. So be patient with mom as much as we're being patient with you. And they are, I mean, they're, they're, learning how to navigate it as well. And they're recognizing, I guess, yeah. as, just as alongside us, how much it's shifting. Well, and I think it changes too, if your kids are single and living on their own versus then they get married and now they have a significant other, which they have, which I found this article and some of the, there were 10 tips basically for parenting adult children. And one of them that came up that I'm, I'm pretty passionate about, we've talked about this before, is don't make them choose between your family and their own. And I've seen that a lot where, you know, sometimes they create their own little, well, they do create their own little family, but they may gravitate towards one family more than another, one side, like maybe it's the wives or the son or the husbands, or it may be you know, you just have to share them. You used to have them every holiday. You used right. to have, okay, we have a tradition in our family. We do right. this. And now they're the creating. Another comes in and goes, well, my family did this. So how do we, so hard. how do we create our own? And it's, I feel bad in some ways that it's hard for them. I think it's hard, but you know, just like you said, not only are you sharing them with the other family in some cases, but they also are getting to a point where they want to create their own traditions. And so yeah. they want to do their own thing. Yeah. And 
that's another shift that we have to be patient through and and yeah. and learn and about ourselves that that's what we did and how yeah. we started our own traditions and so it's it's respecting that but again just having patience and compassion and awareness you know when you are like no guilt trips you yeah. know let them let them figure out what that looks like and you know maybe creating some sort of plan when it comes to certain holidays or whatever. I know we've had to do that. And with six kids. Oh yeah. It's a it's a, it becomes a lot. And and yeah. you know, we have our son, Colin, who he has, you know, his mom's side of the family. He has his dad's side of the family, which is ours. And then his fiance has the same scenario. So there's four families oh, that wow, they are yeah. sharing between. And so it's a lot of pressure for them. And, you know, Kenny and I really try to be patient and careful and allow them yeah. the space that they need to figure that out. We definitely do the same. I try not to let them, I support them and just say, Hey, I know I want you whenever I can get you, Yeah. but I know you're trying to establish what that looks like for you and these new young families. And so, yeah, so that's, a good one. that's a gift. Yeah. That's a good one. Not, yeah. you know, let's not make them choose. You know, another one that I thought was awesome uh, is, you know, talking about marriage and kids. I've got two of my daughters that are in that beginning stages. One, you know, who is single and she wants to be married and she wants to start her family. And then I have my other one who is um, in a relationship and living with her boyfriend. And, you know, they feel that pressure. I, I think that they probably yeah. are like, okay, are my parents really trying to push for this or or they bring yeah. it up and and we think it's funny and we're a very sarcastic family so we're always <laughs> like throwing stuff at them but but learning that that's probably a lot of pressure you know and so we got to maybe stop a little bit of that sarcasm and yeah just love and support where they are today yeah i think that's great the other piece of it is you shift from being parent to i feel like the beautiful thing is being friend you finally become you're still the parent role model but you also become more of a friend. Like I love spending time with my adult children. Yeah. We have so much fun together and now you get to enjoy them as adults and the relationship shifts a little bit. You still go into mom. I still go into mom mode for sure at certain times. And there are certain things this talks about also where you're going to, you can see something, you know, is not going to be good and uh. you have to bite your tongue and you have to withhold I feel like I have to. There are certain things I will definitely speak up and ask a question or say something. But this talks about unsolicited advice. I think you're better at that <laughs> than I am. I, I feel like I'm always oh. like pushing my my perspective, my opinion, and I need to get better at that. I'm sure my daughters would say, oh, yeah, that's mom. She totally does that. Yeah, but that comes from a caring. It comes from a caring place. And I think it depends on the subject. But I think sitting back and going, man, I don't feel good about this. I think it's not going to go the way I don't want them to go through it. But sometimes they have to go through it to figure out, well, crap, that sucked. I don't want to do that again. Or and you just want to save them, though. We want to we do want to save them from this is going to be a bad mistake or whatever it is. Don't do it. But well, I just listened to an episode where the host talked about the difference between controlling and, yeah. and it talks about codependency and caring oh. and having a person that can, you can reach out to and go, okay, am I doing this in a caring capacity yeah. or am I doing it in trying to control the outcome? Ooh, that's good. And relying on that person to be real for you. So you can say, okay, yeah. I just had this conversation with my daughter or I'm going to, 
does this come across like I'm trying to control or I care? Yeah. And Ooh, having really some, good. a checkpoint with that, because I think we just kind of automatically fall into that parenting role. Yes. And it, it again, just reminds us of that shift that we need to maybe internally try to be aware of. So yeah. that we're not. And support. You said it. You and I had this conversation a while ago. And I, I actually continue to like remind myself when I think that I'm trying to put my opinion on, because you said, just be in a supporting role, just listen. Yeah. And we have to let them unravel their own stuff yeah. and, and go through their journey on their own and it's come hard. out of it. It's, it's such hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about raising teenagers, but raising oh. adults, not raising, I'm using the word raising, but yeah. parenting adults parenting. is so hard. Well, I don't know for you how you felt, but even though we were both very independent early, right? I was moved out on my own, paying my own bills very young, 18, not saying it was the best path, but I still found in those first few years, I would rely on my mom for, oh my gosh, I don't know how to boil an egg. I mean, seriously, at the first I was like, how do I boil an egg? How long do I boil it again? And I would call her several times like, how long do I boil an egg? How stupid is that? We didn't have Google back then. No. Or certain things like, how do I do this recipe? Because I didn't care to learn it when I was at home. And then I get out and I'm like, oh man. And there are times I remember in my 20s, definitely not. It's not been this way for a long time, but when I would get sick, if you would get the flu, there were times. You want your mom. I was like, oh, I would. it would be nice to... Yeah, my mom, because there was just that loving, I don't know, loving care that she would give. And uh, so anyway, that's a transition. Well, they have those funny TikToks about how the, you know, 20 plus year old daughter is like doing this whole living independent, wanting to be on her own. And then she's like, Mom, where do I find the socket for the lights to turn off power? Mom, (laughs) how do I do this? But I mean, it's like like Uh 20 things of mom, mom, mom. And you're like, oh, my God. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Well, we just talked about this before we started recording. And I went through this with my son, Taylor, when he was 19 and his lung collapsed. And we take him to the ER and he is an adult in their eyes and supposed to make all his medical decisions. He wasn't prepared to totally take all that on. And guess who was really paying the bill? So frustrating. He was still on my insurance, of course, and he was only 19, but that was frustrating. And then talking to him about having surgery and having to remove part of his lung. And he's supposed to make that decision. He's supposed to make that decision. And looking at the look on his face and he wasn't feeling good and he was drugged up and it was awful. But they're not ready to make these major medical, like you're taking out a chunk of his lung. Like this is a big deal. Well, and it's a hard balance between, you know, allowing them the space to start that transition of being an adult, but knowing that it doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah. You don't just turn 18 or 19 and all of a sudden you're an adult and you have the ability to make these wise decisions and know how to react to situations. And that comes with time, but helping them not feel like you're controlling, but Back to what you're talking about with the medical bills. I mean, I just went through that with Kennedy. Here she is, graduated from high school, going into her first year of college, and they call to have her pay the bill. And she has no idea, but yet they I go to pay it. They won't even talk to me. Yeah. They won't even let me speak on the account. I've got to bring in my 18-year-old daughter who has no idea one about paying her medical bills and ask her to give me authority 
yeah. to speak to them. And I know so many parents out there have that same frustration. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, they're considered adults, except for they, you know, they, they're not supposed to drink till they're 21. You know, there's so many weird conflicting things around being an adult. But I, I just want to say we're trying to navigate all of it. This is, and I know a lot of parents are out there trying to navigate everything. A couple of other things that came up I thought were really interesting is, man, when they make a mess or like they make a life choice, we talked about that briefly, but let them clean up their messes. So um, hard to do. I mean, it is just so, so hard easier, to do. Easier said than done. I want to reference this because I thought this was really good. And maybe the adult, our adult children have a little compassion for us because yes. we're trying to, we're trying to navigate this whole thing because we have brought you into this world and we were hundred percent responsible for you. So we had to nurture you and help you grow. And we were all responsible for everything. We were responsible protect for your you. health, we're protect you, hopefully educate you, hopefully, I mean, all, all the things. And then all of a sudden we're supposed to let go. And it's, it's a change for us as right. parents. I and mean, there was this, I'm going to quote, there is a podcast out there and it is grit and grace of life. And they had an episode on raising children and, or not raising children, sorry, parenting, parenting adult children. But I thought this was, I want to just read this. It says there's a seismic shift that occurs somewhere between high school graduation and the pay your own rent season in every parent and child's life. This human went from underfoot toddler to challenging teen is suddenly out the door. Certainly are equipped with everything they need to be a grown up. As you watch them confidently stride forward, you realize they have no idea that you're still trying to figure this out. <laughs> We're right there along with them. We yeah. are. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And we want to empower them. And we still are their parent. And the love you have for your child, right? Yes. The love you have for a child never changes. Like that love is incredible. So, but the consequences uh, when they're older and the life decisions are so they're bigger, much bigger, they're bigger, they're more expensive. Yeah. They're more life-changing. Yeah. The hardships are so much more difficult when, you know, they make a choice and, and there's, you know, that with that said, there's no bad choice. It's just a choice. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out how to not fix it. Yes. But be supportive and loving and just having a healthy boundary with that. Discover adventure, discover luxury, discover Moab with exclusive retreats for your next vacation or event. Wake up to amazing views only minutes from Utah's most breathtaking national and state parks and Moab's best shopping and dining. Enjoy your fully stocked vacation home with private pool and hot tub. Every room is a luxurious private suite, plus daily maid service and private chefs are available. Exclusive retreats. We're not your home away from home. We are better. Book today at exclusiveretreats.com. Boundaries. <laughs> How about boundaries? My daughter, Whitney, has been teaching me about boundaries. So oh, I love this. I want to hear her. She tell. I think she's going to be 32 this year. Hope she forgives <laughs> me that I don't know. Yes, she has really brought this word into my life, boundaries. And I don't know how I feel about that word right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to know what she feels the bound. Like, you need to learn a boundary with her. Is what I'm hearing. And she needs to learn a boundary with me, apparently. So... I would agree with that. I think there's boundaries both yes. ways. Yes. And so, you know, Whitney's going through this 
chapter where I love and I am and I respect and I'm so happy that she's going through this place in her 30s where she's saying, okay, I'm going to honor me and I'm focusing on self love and good for her boundaries with my mother (laughs) (laughs) in there so her and i have this relationship where we talk every day sometimes we talk uh, multiple times a day it's been that way always but even more so now because we do work together so we're very much a part of each other's life and everything that's going on and so i know everything and now she has a boundary and I am not supposed to know everything. <laughs> and I don't need to know everything. And okay, go I'm Whitney. Fighting it. Go Whitney. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm like, well, if you're going to have a boundary, I'm going to have a boundary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so funny. And then, yeah. So we now I'm we're. I'm so proud of her, though. I think that's good. It is. It's healthy. It's good. But again, it goes back to speaking to that whole shift that we have to have where she has come to me for most all of her decisions and we talk about them. And I have given my opinion on everything and it's probably not the healthiest thing for her. And I'm realizing and recognizing that I need to take a step back. Is that the codependency piece? It's my codependency. (laughs) It's my adolescent chair. It's Uh all of that. Yeah. So here's the great part about all this is I'm learning alongside her. Yeah. And as a result, I'm hoping that that's going to translate to the rest of my kids that are younger and yeah. especially Kennedy. So I'm still not perfected it. I'm still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate that fucking word. Boundary. No. <laughs> no, but I think it's, I actually think it's really good because I see we're living in an age where you have, we know a lot of people where kids come back home and they're living back home. It may be short term. Some are, you know, it's just a weird time. But I think in that case, if they come back home and they're an adult, they're especially if they have lived on their own and now they're coming back. Well, obviously they don't have a curfew and obviously they're living with you for a financial reason or an interim because they're building a house or they're moving or whatever. Right. But there's got to be boundaries. Parents can't go, okay, just move back and not have set an expectation. That's not fair to them. And it's not fair to the parents either. I see this happen a lot, but the kids come in and kind of go back I, in some cases, I've heard this. They, they reverted back yeah. to like when they were a teenager and not picking up after themselves, not contributing to food, not cleaning the house, whatever it is. And the parents are really frustrated. It's like, well, did you set the boundary? So I think boundaries go both ways. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I know a boundary for me and I'm big. I, this is actually one article I found. You need to call before you show up at your kid's house. And I've always respected that because I'm definitely that way. I don't want, I mean, I could care less actually if my kids showed up. I'm the same. But I know what their life is like. So both my kids, Tasia and Taylor, are in the thick of it right now. They have full-time jobs. They each have two children. Tasia's got a beautiful son who's autistic who requires special care. Taylor's got two kids that are 11 months apart. Back to back. (laughs) Back to back. And cute little Banks is three months old. And Elliot's, you know, turned a year in March. They are so busy. The wife, you know, my daughter-in-law, amazing, beautiful, works full time. She works two jobs. Tasia works two jobs. I mean, they're both, they're all so busy. But I was actually talking to Taylor today. And this is where you talk about sometimes you want to fix it and you want to help him. He is exhausted. He's stressed. He's started a new job. He's got a lot on his plate. He's working 50 probably hours a week. He's dealing with two little kids. Elliot was sick last night, throwing up. Oh, yeah. 
he is starting, he's feeling that, yeah. that overwhelming. Do you, you remember the feeling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all I could do, I let him vent. I let him talk. And, but my heart kind of breaks from because I know exactly how he feels. Yeah. But I also know he'll get through it and this time will pass. But I have to just, I mean, really part of me, I'm like, I want to just go, oh, can I just take the kids and I'll take them for a little bit. And I thought, you know, it builds character. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's our, we'll say that our boundary is that you're building character, honey. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Well, he was over last weekend. I said the very same thing. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. And he's like, that's not helping right now. Like, we've been there, done that. We all have been there and done that. And I feel for them. But yeah, you can't, we can't rescue them, right? They're going to navigate. They're doing amazing and they're going to figure it out. But do you remember those times? He's oh like, I gosh. don't even have time to fit in golf. And I go, yep. Yep, that's <laughs> what it is. It's kind of like what happens. It's another change. It's another shift. And and we're figuring it out alongside him. And at the same time, I love that, you know, you're you're having the conversation. He's calling you and chatting yeah. with you. I love um, it. I, I, I value my mornings. My daughter, Erica, she lives in Argentina and she now has two kids, Penelope and Tiago. You know, we spend our mornings catching up. So she calls me, it's usually about two hours different. So she's a couple hours ahead and 6am. And so we just sit and she chats oh. and, you know, we have built that friendship relationship. And yet at the same time, she still will call and ask advice on her parenting or being a wife. And we talk through some of those things. And so We've got, we've got a really good, healthy balance with it. And, yeah. and I don't know if it's because of the distance that's created that, yeah. but I do love when she's like, okay, mom, I need you. And oh, I can be yeah. there and that's okay. And so I think every kid, you know, we have a different relationship with them and yeah. we learn how to navigate them individually. You said something that kind of hit me is I, when they call you and I need help, we still want to be that person. Yeah. That never changes. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it doesn't. No. I want to be that person. And I feel like I don't get enough time with my kids, my adult children, because they're so busy. Well, they're in the thick of it. Yeah. You know, Katie, yeah. Katie and I are still trying to navigate that. She's in her mid 20s and she's going to nursing school and she graduates this year and she's got four dogs and a uh-huh. yard. And so she's like so super busy. And yeah. we're trying to figure out, okay, how do we have that connection and how do we still stay in touch? Yeah. But it's like, you know, as they get older, you also have to figure out how to be okay with that and patient through that. Because remember when we were that age, yeah, we were so into ourselves and our families and what we were doing. And yeah. Um, and you just hope that they, it calms down for them and it comes around and then you can yes start having that shift take place as they become older like we did yeah i love that well i i would love to leave everybody with a few tips perfect so what is your number one tip i want to hear from you like what's a tip that you would say you've either conquered or still working on or trying to figure out or when what's one what's some advice you've received that you are like i this is really good whether you've heated it or not well (laughs) two of them i'm really learning my boundaries (laughs) Okay, we got and where I need to stay in my lane. Uh Um, I would say for me, it's really being able to be fit, be supportive to my kids without thinking that I need to interject and fix whatever it is they're talking about and thinking that I have to take it on. Yeah, I'm I'm probably one of my biggest weaknesses with parenting is that is when my kids share something I just I want to instantly fix it let me I got this and deal with it 
And I'm learning that I need to just take a step back. They're not asking me to fix it. They're just sharing and talk through it and listen and be supportive. And if they ask for my advice, (laughs) then I'll give it. But I need to learn to not give it. With that, I haven't mastered it. I'm still failing at it, but I try to be more mindful of it. I disagree that you're failing. (laughs) We're constantly learning, right? Constantly learning. Yeah. I would say for me, some of the biggest things that I'm trying to incorporate is now that they have children, I don't want to give unsolicited advice. I, I'd love to know their perspective and what their thoughts are. If I'm I'm too, I give too much advice as far as their parenting, because I think they're both amazing parents and I try not to. I try yeah. to give helpful, like if they're talking about a situation or this is happening and I say, well, maybe try this, whatever. But I don't feel like I critique them and I'm like, oh man, you need to do this different or you need, I don't feel that way at all. I think they're both amazing parents. All four of them are amazing parents. It's more about life choices that I want to interject sometimes that like the bigger stuff, but it's a constant work in progress. Um, And maybe they'll share with us. Maybe they'll listen to this and give us. The old <laughs> Give us their opinions of how we're parenting. Yeah. Well, a couple of things that I know, leave me talking about a few things. Get to know them as adults, which I love that. Looking at your children a little bit differently. Looking at them as an, an adult and not your child. And honoring how they're it. navigating yes. adult life. Yeah, I love that. Calling before you go over there. Don't bug them about marriage and kids. Check. Check. Work on that. <laughs> Boundaries. Don't give unsolicited advice. This is... This is one of them. Let them clean up their own messes. Talked about don't choose between you. Don't make them choose between you and your family. Here's one that is really hard to talk about or hard to think about, but I think is so powerful. And going through this with my parents, my mom and my stepdad is having an honest discussion about the end of your life and what you want that to look like. I know we, we think we're not there yet. We don't know. We right. never know. Right. Like that. But that is so powerful to talk about what is important to you. What do you want your older years to look like? And telling your kids what your expectation is and what you're planning to set yourself up, you know, whatever it is. Like, yeah. I don't want to go to a nursing home or I'm prepared to financially go yeah. wherever I need to be. That kind of stuff. Right, That's taken a care big of, conversation. I've taken care of this part yeah. of it. And no, I think it's it's super important. And we're at that age right now where loss has come into play a lot with yeah. with our relatives and so much so forth and so i think it's appropriate to prepare them and talk about it and even though they don't want to and if yeah. you can't talk about it maybe it's writing down a list so and have it in a place yeah it's a gift um, yeah because i've asked my mom these questions what music do you like what flowers what i mean all the things that i want to honor her right that if I don't really ask the question, I'm not going to know, but maybe sometimes you got to share it with your kids. Like, I don't want a funeral. I want a life celebration. I want everybody there having a great time. Yeah. I want them to be drinking wine, telling all the funny stories. Yeah. That's what I want. But what is your, what is your funniest? Do you have a funny story of a parent fail or <laughs> with adult children? A funny story of a parent fail. I had this one story that I thought was actually pretty hilarious, but I can't share it because Katie would strangle me. <laughs> a parent fail. I feel like, well, we, we tend to criticize ourselves, but to all of our children out there, we love you and we are doing our best and we are trying to set boundaries, Whitney, and we're, we're working on it. 
We're a work in progress. Yeah. Okay. So you can't think of a parent. You, you go. Cause I'm still trying to think. Oh, I'm I sure have. my kids have so many stories on me. I have a few. I, I can think of one more recent, which I would say when Tasia told me she was pregnant with Eleanor, mm-hmm. it was a little of a bit, bit of a surprise. And I think my reaction was a parent felt because I was standing there holding a glass of wine, ready to sit down. And she just said, I'm pregnant. And I think I froze (laughs) and just stared at her. And I would love to hear her take on this. I've heard it, but it's so funny. And I just didn't, I did not have words. I wasn't prepared. I had no idea because I would have thought I would have known. Do you know you think you're supposed to kind of, you do know a lot of stuff. Yeah. But that's just a more recent one. But man, I've had a lot of parent cells. And that's, but that's with an adult child. I, I know. I mean, let's be real. I know <laughs> I've had some parent files and there's, I'm sure when we get done with the episode, they're all going to come into my head. I can't, I can't think of one. There's so many. <laughs> okay. Let's switch it up. Okay, okay. What are you most grateful for in your adult children? You know, my daughter and I talked about it this morning when we were talking about our, about Colin's wedding. And I love that we have maintained a very close relationship with all of our kids. We all love to be together. Our kids love to hang out with us. And I think that that just speaks to our family dynamic. And I'm proud to say that they're in the same space as we are as parents where we just want to be together. Yeah. And we love our family. Yeah. I love that. I would say the same thing. I love my children and the adults that they have become. And that question of, you know, looking at your child as an, as an adult, not just your child. I'm so proud of them. And I do love that relationship with them. It's so much fun. Like they can't wait to have family dinner. They can't wait to do a family vacation. And so just blessed. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing. So there's one. We're doing something right. We're doing something. (laughs) They still want to hang out with us. Right? Because I have to say when we were growing up, I, that wasn't, there was a definite difference between me and my, my mom. Yeah. And what she liked to do versus what I like to do was definitely different. So I think this generation, you see a lot more of that, like going to concerts, taking the trips. I and mean, we took them all to Kentucky to the horse races. I mean, just stuff like that yeah. and creating memories. Oh my gosh, what a, what a blessing. So I want to say too, because I agree with you, I'm, I, I couldn't be more proud of all of my kids. They're yeah. so beautiful inside and out. They've really demonstrated some serious perseverance through tough challenges, but I would not do them a service if I didn't share how much they have taught me. And I learn, I have learned so much over the years being a parent. And I'm so grateful that my children, that I have my children, that my stepkids love me like their mom and that I have, you know, they've taught me so much about being a stepmom. And so we're, you know, and we're still learning. You know, I love that because that's a really good point. I've learned a lot from my kids too. And I, I've often said jokingly, God gave me Taylor for a reason. And I do think it was, I really had to learn a lot. The guy has got the biggest heart. And I do think our kids, we have our children for a reason. Yeah, they and teach us so much. Learn, oh my gosh. About ourselves. Yes, that's so true. About that's, a big, that's a big one. <laughs> about ourselves. Yeah. So parenting adult children, share with us your stories. We would love to see them. You can comment on our social media, send us an email, but we would love to hear your stories and what you are finding that is serving you well as parenting adult children. 
Yeah. And any advice you want to give us that could improve our journey as parenting our adult children, we would love to hear it because we need it. (laughs) So thank you for listening to this episode. You can rate us on Apple, which we would love and appreciate. And you can find us at our website, piecesofawoman.com. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment. 